This is Margaret Coleman Frankwitz coming to you again with another episode of Diabetic Survival. So in today's episode, it's going to be very, very short because there's not really a lot of material, content material on what I wanted to do today. So um, this is an interesting little clip I actually found. Um, I, you know, the, a little bit of background, a little bit of history and where I'm, I'm getting at, um, the Catholic church, um, has saints for everything. You know, you want a, a saint for your candle, you can have one for that. You can have one for, um, traveling. You can have one for, yeah, it's just kind of weird. But anyways, I was wondering, if there was a saint for diabetes just for the Catholics out there. And so I was searching my saint book because, you know, it's kind of interesting reading. I didn't find one. So I went online and I wasn't disappointed. I actually found this through a uh, Catholic site who has an actual Catholic medallion. It's through the St. Jose Maria Institute. And that's their saint. It's Jose Maria Escriva. It's E-S-C-R-I-V-A. He's the patron saint of diabetics. He was actually canonized in 2002. So basically what it says is that on April 27th, 1954, Saint Jose Maria Escriva suffered a near fatal anaphylactic shock. He inexplicably uh, survived the incident and after having suffered with diabetes for over 10 years, Saint Jose Maria was miraculously cured of the disease. He died June 26, 1975 of natural causes and was canonized on October 6, 2002. Now, uh, I am not even going to mess with the power of God. So, I mean, for the most part, um, we've always been told by science that there is no cure for diabetes. And this guy, he died of natural causes, so he didn't even have diabetes when he died, which is absolutely a, an absolute miracle for any of you who have actually had diabetes and you know of somebody with diabetes, you know, the doctors will say, yeah, you can get your numbers back down to normal, but you'll always be diabetic. You know, that's what they say. So, of course, I don't know what his diet was or anything of that nature, but the fact that um, he lived for another, you know, uh, what, 30 years or so is pretty freaking cool, if you ask me, 20 years after he was actually diagnosed. So... That just goes to show that if you're a Christian, keep on praying or whatever religion you are, keep on praying because I guess, uh, you know, God does cure all. And that's the one cure I would say would absolutely cure diabetes um, is through prayer and through that miraculous healing. This has been Margaret Copeman Franklitz. Remember, be kind to each other and you have a great day. This is Margaret Copeman Frankwitz with another episode of Diabetic Survival. Well, hi, people. It's been a little bit of time, maybe a week or two since I've been on. But anyways, I just thought I'd get back on and say hi. How are you doing? And thank you so much for listening. So um, there's been a little bit of excitement in my life. Um, just either... Uh, trying to fiddle around with my phone that's not working properly or trying to save my job which is not working properly or 
you know, hitting things in the road and popping my tire because construction locations don't want to properly comb things off. But anyways, that's besides the point. It's all fixed now. Just about uh, getting there. So there's always challenges, right? Challenges. So this is your first time actually listening in. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm a diabetic. I, you know, I cannot lie. I am a diabetic. I've, I have, I've had this diabetic channel for about three years now and started my web pages back in 2010. There's just no denying it. I am a diabetic. Okay. So I was talking to a friend and he asked me, he's like, uh, I thought you were just pre-diabetic. I, I really wish I could go back there and be pre-diabetic, but I have been pre-diabetic for probably about five years now, four years, four or five years. So no, I'm a full-fledged diabetic. And, you know, when I look back on it, it was a very scary time, but I think I was more scared when I, when they determined I was pre-diabetic. I mean, I thought I was going to die from this. And I had like maybe 10 years left of life or something like that. And I don't know, here it is 2013. I'm still ticking at least for now. I'm very happy with that. So it just goes to show that life is precious and life is short and try to make every day count because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Okay, not trying to bore you with what we all go through, death, you know. Um, But living your best life and living it as healthy as you possibly can and doing things your own way for the most part as long as they're healthy and in the dietary guidelines of diabetes and not the food pyramid. Okay. So on with the news. This actually (laughs) kind of surprised me and kind of shocked me a little bit. But Weight Watchers is actually acquiring Sequence. Sequence is uh, a teledoc that you can actually get. And... um, they're going to be uh, actually prescribing Wegovy and Ozempic. Now, I got to talk about this for a minute. One, I didn't know Weight Watchers was still around. Weight Watchers has been around for a very long time. I remember my mother used to talk famously about Weight Watchers, and she had all kinds of raving reviews about how good Weight Watchers actually was. It, it just goes to show a little bit of caring can go a long way in multiple generations. Um, the fact that they're actually issuing the Wegovy and Ozempic is kind of shocking, but actually I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. Now there's some people that are raising the alarm to, you know, the little red flags like, oh no, this is not the way to go. But let me tell you something in today's changing environment where people are more desperate than ever, they've seen people gain weight over the years. They know that sometimes something more is needed than diet and exercise because two individuals can have the same exact routine, eating the same thing, uh, dieting the same way, same portions, etc. Same amount of exercise on the treadmill, same amount of weightlifting, whatever. And one person may lose weight and the other person may lose a little bit of weight, but all their effort really goes in pain. It, It just doesn't go any further than that. So, What's nice about the Ozempic or the Wegovy is it gets it past that level so you can continue. It gets you past that plateau so that you can continue to lose weight. 
Now, I know, like, uh, people like Jillian Michaels, I think her name is. She's a famous trainer of some sort. She thinks it's, it's absolutely the wrong way to go. And, you know, for her, yeah, absolutely, it would be. But for many people who are trying to get past that plateau, it's not. So, okay, so she's a little bit maybe envious of the fact that now other people can actually lose that weight, too, with... Possibly little to no effort. I'm not going to even lie. Not even going to lie about that. Now, one of the things I've noticed, and I have hit my plateau as well. And it's basically because of the supply that I'm actually not getting right now. Um, I haven't gained any more weight, but I haven't lost any weight either. And eventually I'll be able to continue my routine. Luckily, I see my doctor on Monday. I'm supposed to have my dosage on Saturday. And for whatever reason, they're dragging their feet. They just, you know, they're putting it off. And okay, fine. I'll go talk to my doctor. Not a problem. From what I've actually read online, uh, Ozempic, especially for the diabetic, is going to be one of those lifetime drugs. It's not like you're going to be able to lose that weight and then... Is gone forever and you get to go off of this Ozempic. No, no. It's something that you're going to have to be on for the rest of your life in order to maintain your weight. And uh, to get you down to those numbers where the doctors want you to be at. I, I just think my lucky stars are something to actually get you get you down to that portion. Now, they, they actually claimed a long time ago, doctors claimed that obesity was an epidemic and they need to do something about it. And it's not much different, you know, when somebody has heart disease or somebody has diabetes or somebody has cancer or whatever. Um, telling somebody to get over something and just exercise is kind of BS, if you think about it. Because um, you wouldn't tell somebody with liver disease, for instance, just, just go do 50 push-ups every day, you'll be fine. It doesn't work like that. So they've already declared that obesity is a disease and they have something to actually cure that. And I would say, if that's something you can use, by all means, take advantage of it. It's kind of like a chicken pox shot or something or preventing shingles or the flu or whatever, whatever ailments that you might be afraid of, catching or being exposed to. Yeah, do something about it. So right now in, in our life, in many people's life, the Ozempic is actually working. And congratulations if you're already on it. It's, it's a definitely a miracle product. It's something that everybody wants right now. It's amazing that we would actually want something <laughs> That the pharmacy is actually giving to us. I mean, there's a lot of things we can't see too, like uh, cholesterol-lowering medications. Like, I don't want that with a 10-foot pole, but it may come down to it where in the future I may have to take it, maybe rather sooner rather than later. But um, it's something that I can't necessarily appreciate. A lot of medications are like that. Um, even metformin can be like that. It's like, why do I have to take this stupid white little pill for the rest of my life to keep my blood sugar numbers down? I don't feel any different. I don't feel weak or lightheaded. I don't feel like I'm going to die. 
Well, you take that pill so that you don't get to that point. So, there you go. That's why you keep your blood sugars in check. But, I have a host of problems going on right now where I'm actually watching my carbs, yet I'm having other symptoms of something else. So, it'll be interesting to find out or find out what the results are of certain tests and see what what needs to actually happen for me next. Um, It just seems like when you're diabetic, you're more prone to things like heart attacks or strokes or cardiovascular issues or cancer. You're just more susceptible. You're just more sensitive to it. So um, that's one of the reasons why it's so important to take care of your health is so that you don't fall into that trap of, well, I just have diabetes and nothing else. So there might be something else going on with your body. They may find out that you don't have diabetes at all, or maybe you do have diabetes, but it was actually caused by this other thing that uh, because it was not taken care of, like let's say ovarian cysts or something, that that's what actually caused your diabetes. And so now we've got to take out your uterus. But you still have, will still have diabetes for the rest of your life as well. Because this wasn't taken care of sooner. So make sure you take care of your health. You don't want something like that to actually befall you. Now what's going on in the world anyways? Like, has the world gone crazy? Uh, let, me, let me tell you why I say that. I'm going to get off the, the diabetic train right now. There's no train wreck coming, that's for sure. No pun intended. Um, So I guess in Russia, somebody decided to play a prank and said um, that they were going under, that, that, you know, they were warning them to actually go into their bunkers and to take their radioactive medicine, uh, I guess it's an iodine something or other, because they were going to be attacked. I'm not quite sure by whom. Maybe Ukraine, or maybe they thought America was going to attack them, or something. I don't know. So there was a hoax played on them. I could only imagine the freak out, panic attack that little ladies were feeling when they said that they were going to drop the bomb because, you know, anytime you drop a bomb, nothing good comes out of it. Um, horrible hoax is a prank. But, you know, you can only cry wolf so many times. And then when the real thing comes out, how many people are going to die? So beware of your little pranks, your little hoaxes. Don't be like that person in Russia who thought that was funny. I guess that's the third time it's actually happened. I think a year or two years, something like that. I would not be able to live in the same country with a hoaxer like that. Just saying. Somebody was telling me that if they broke through to my airwaves and actually told me, make sure you bunker down, take your radioactive iodine pills, we were going to be attacked, I, I probably would freak out. So I'd be one of those little ladies freaking out, just like they were in Russia. So, but no, but seriously now, what, what, what's going on out there? I, I mean... I feel like, especially when I'm buying things, I'm getting sloppy seconds um, sometimes. Uh, 
what I mean by that is, and I, I think people are well-intended sometimes and things go wrong. Like I was up in Ohio last week and I thought I was going to make all kinds of freaking money up there. Of course I didn't. I, I, I should have just stayed in my home state, but I really thought I was going to actually do better up there. So I went up there to actually go work and I wanted to actually participate in my gym. So I have a gym membership in Barbersville. And anybody who's been with Planet Fitness knows that they have the all-access Black Pass. And I, I've had the Black Pass for years. I finally downgraded it um, the last year of COVID because, honestly, I didn't want to catch COVID, you know, actually being on some of the equipment. You know, like the uh, massagers or, you know, I, I guess you wouldn't get it from the tanning beds or anything. But I was a little bit disappointed with my black card because... Every time I went into this facility, you know, like their angel machine was broken down. Um, people were not wiping down the equipment the way I would want it to be wiped down. Like I'd have to wipe it down and then wipe it down again afterwards. I felt like I was their cleaning crew at some point. Um, not really. I'm just, I'm just joking, Planet Fitness. But... I just, I, I didn't like the fact that I didn't have 24-hour access any longer. Barbersville does not have that. They've always promised that, and they've been promising that for about a year and a half now. And they still have not gone 24-7. I don't think they're ever going to. I think that they feel that they're above that. So when you do go to the gym, it's absolutely super packed. They don't care. I realize that they just don't care. Like, there's a person on every single piece of equipment. When you walk into the Barbersville planet fitness so i walked out and you know ten dollars a month i'm not going to take it off of my game plan thing because i i happen to like my gym membership i want to be able to upgrade it so when i was in ohio i'm thinking okay i'll just make a call quick call to my club and i'll just upgrade it thinking it was that easy and it was not that easy there was another club that i wanted to actually visit in circleville which is near columbus and I could not get access to that club. Now, eventually they did let me. You know, I, I did a little bit of convincing, like, hey, I'm not a bad person. I just want to take a shower and, you know, work out a little bit. So they let me, right? So um, that was nice of them. However, I still couldn't get my black club access pass, my all membership club. So I would have preferred to actually hit a few other clubs in the area. And I wasn't able to. <sighs> Reason being is because if I decide to do that, I have an annual membership fee I have to pay. It's generally $40. Now they're raising it to $49. And now they want me to put on this, to purchase a stupid wristband that checks your heart rate and your blood pressure. Or excuse me, your blood pressure and your heart rate. Or vice versa. Well, it doesn't matter. And you have to purchase a wristband. Well, I don't want that. Um, especially since they're saying it's exclusive. And I just find it a pain in the butt. I basically told them, look, if I want a heart monitor, I'll get my blood pressure cuff out. I'll take my, my blood pressure. I don't need to know what it is 24-7. I, I just don't need to know. They have that on the cardio already. So I don't, it, it seems very redundant to actually have a wristband. 
I don't care where my heart rate's at at that point in time. I'm trying to get it lowered anyways through exercise. I'm not trying to raise it. So, I know a lot of people like to raise their blood pressure um, so that they have, they can, they know that they're actually burning fat because that's the reason why people do cardio, for instance. Like, for instance, they might get their heart rate up to 140, 150, and that's how they know that their heart's pumping harder, which means it's burning more fat, etc., etc. So if you're in fitness, you know what I'm talking about. I don't need that. I, I just go to my treadmill, put my hands on it. It gives me my, my heart rate. It gives me beats per minute, and I'm good. I don't need any more than that. It doesn't take very much for me to get my heart rate up, unfortunately. Um, so at least I know I'm burning fat all the time. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, there you go. So, um, and, and you're gaining muscle. That's one of the benefits of exercise, you're gaining muscle. So I didn't get my all-access pass. And, you know, of course, I vocalized my objection to the new smartwatch blood pressure checker. I don't, it's not very smart. It's stupid, actually. Like, there's not a lot of thought process that went through in this. So, Planet Fitness, I'm going to try to think of a better solution for you to actually market your watch, your dumb watch that you're trying to force on people. One, don't force it on anybody. Offer it as just one of those services that you provide. You know, get that little stand that says, buy this smartwatch. You'll get 50% off just for being a club member. Um, you can check your pulse, heart rate, etc. How you market things determines if somebody's going to buy it or not. If you're forcing it in a gym membership, when somebody's trying to upgrade the membership they've had with you for five, seven years, something like that, they're going to be offended by it. So what I want to know is Planet Fitness, why are you trying to offend people? Like, don't force people to buy things they don't want. Maybe you actually saw a projection where 100% of your members now have to actually buy your stupid smartwatch. But I'm just not I'm just not on board with that plan. I think for myself. And just because Joe Schmo over here wants it doesn't mean that I want it. Like, if you don't give me a good sales presentation, I'm not going to ever want it. I'm just going to be straight up honest. I really do like a good presentation. That's something that we hardly ever see anymore. Unless they're trying to sell you on... Um, Oh, let's see, cruises or um, luxury cars or who else sells a good presentation? Oh, YouTube is full of them. Oh, buy into my system. I will show you how to make a gazillion dollars. Yes, a gazillion. You, we're going to make you financially so wealthy that your friends are just going to absolutely just, their jaws are going to drop, you know, and that's what they all say. So, great presentation. I'm not going to buy into the BS type deal. But, if there is some worth to it, if you, you put a presentation in front of me on it and sell me the benefits of it, pros and cons, I'm more likely going to buy it. So, that's just how I am. So, nobody does the old sales presentations anymore. I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, like, the fair, for instance... <laughs> When you um, you and your family went to the fair and, you know, you go through the uh, new products aisles so you can see new gimmicks 
and new gadgets actually being made and, and you're wowed by like for instance the spaghetti maker or the zucchini looks like spaghetti maker or you know whatever else they have and you just want to buy everything because it is so freaking cool and then it never hits market gimmick so you know that if you don't buy it right then and there that you may never see it again so you either want it or you don't want it like the air fryer everybody wants an air fryer except for me I don't want an oven on top of my table. I have an oven and it does just fine cooking my food. I'm cool with that. I don't need an air fryer. Nobody has convinced me why an air fryer is so much better than my oven. Except for the fact that it's on your counter and you can reach at it a little bit better. So you don't have to bend over when reaching for your food. So, um, and I've seen some great presentations on the air fryer. That's like so cool. I'll, I'll tell you of a really good presentation I really loved back in the day was the rotisserie chicken. I was so sold on that. And by the way, I never got one, but I always wanted one. I always wanted to take a chicken or a turkey and then actually rotisserie it myself. And then Walmart and Costco kind of ruined it, Sam's Club, when they started coming out with the rotisserie chickens. They kind of ruined that idea for me because it's like, why am I going to pay for this thing, this product, when these places are selling chicken so cheap, they're selling them for $5 each? I mean, heck yeah. I could either buy a bird at the grocery store that's not cooked, or I can buy one that's already cooked that tastes delicious. So I'd buy them cooked. And then they put these amazing flavors on them like lemon.